We come into the world and we are given the most powerful tool, but we aren't handed a user manual for it. I am talking about our mind. This is Emily from EssentiallyM.com. I am a manifestation and mindset coach for driven women like you who are seeking more clarity, more courage, and more ease around your goals. And when it comes to creating a reality full of abundance, high vibes, and living in alignment with what makes you come alive. If you are ready to create a life that you are absolutely in love with and live in a reality that is better than your dreams, then stick with me and consider this your weekly dose of free coaching. Welcome to the Miracle Mindset. This episode is sponsored by my Magnetic AF Hypnosis and Meditation Bundle. I created this bundle to be a three-part bundle which has a forgiveness meditation, a gratitude meditation, and then a future self-hypnosis, which is really cool. All three of them are really cool experience where you get to cleanse yourself, become a clear slate, forgive what you need to forgive, release what's no longer serving you, and then tap into gratitude and be in the right vibration for attracting money, opportunities, and miracles. And then you move into meeting your future self where you can actually meet with the future version of yourself during this hypnosis. Ask any questions you need to ask, and then you get to embody and become that future version of yourself. Since I started using these on myself, my manifestations have been happening so much more quickly and things are just manifesting really rapidly. So it's a great way to supercharge, um, hence the name Magnetic AF. You will become a super magnet to your desires. And right now you can get it in a bundle, three for $33. I cannot guarantee that that price is going to stay like that forever. They normally sell for $14 a piece. So quite a bit of savings there. Head on over to essentiallym.com slash shop and check that out. So essentiallymm.com slash shop. Hello, everybody. Happy November. Happy Wednesday or whatever day you're listening on. We are approaching my birthday. So in the spirit of my birth month, and since the next couple of episodes after this one are going to be epic interviews with some amazing guests, you are not going to want to miss what we have coming up. I'm going to keep it a secret just for now, but be you know, stay tuned, be on the lookout for newer episodes from me because they are going to be, whoa, amazing. The guests are so exciting, so epic, and you can stay in the loop if you join my email list, which you can do over at essentiallyemm.com, essentiallyemm.com, and I'm also pleased to announce that I have two new amazing goodies to share with you when you do get on the email list. I'm not sure if my virtual assistant has it ready to go yet, but either way, opt in and I will make sure you get those goodies as soon as I am ready to send them out. I am giving a free six-step process for manifestation guide in a beautiful little PDF for you. It's my six-step signature process to manifest literally anything And if you follow all six steps, you cannot go wrong. And I'm also including a free five-minute mini manifestation meditation, which is really, really cool and powerful. And you can do it in just five minutes. So go to essentiallyemm.com and on the homepage there, you should see an opt-in prompt. So go ahead and opt-in and make sure you that will make sure you get on our list. You never miss a podcast episode. I email about once a week just with the updates, usually in regards to the podcast and 
if I have anything else going on. But anyway, yes, it is my birth month. I am turning 28 this year, and I'm stealing this idea from Jay Shetty. He did a lesson, a life lesson for every year of his life, and so I have lived now almost 28 years. I thought I would share 28 lessons with you that I've learned over the years. Alrighty, so of course, after 28 years of life, there's a lot more lessons that I've learned than the ones I'm going to list here. These are actually almost all, <laughs> almost all of these have been learned in the past couple of years. And this year, 2019, has been a huge growth year for me. Lots of growing pains, lots of discomfort, lots of putting myself out there, lots of getting in alignment with what I want, discovering what I actually want, a huge year of change for me. And also some some amazing, epic, exciting seasons and also some seasons of grief and struggle and sadness. And so lots of lessons to be learned in all of that. And so, like I said, these are mostly these are all from this year or last year, but they apply to everybody at any age. And of course, you know, many of them we already know or we think we know on paper, but we actually get forced to live them. So that's the case with most of these for me. So let's get right into it. Lesson number uh, one. I was just thinking, should I start with 28 or should I start with one? Let's start with one. The 24-hour rule. Don't respond to something that makes you angry until you feel calm and collected or have waited at least 24 hours. I now live by this. I've learned my lesson. I'm a very emotional, responsive, emotionally responsive person. I respond very emotionally. And when something upsets me, I can tend to, you know, it just feels so good to indulge your emotions and react angrily or negatively and that has gotten me into a lot of trouble and it actually cost me um, a friendship. I hate to admit that but it cost me a friendship last year. We are now okay, we're mending things but it's never going to be the same and that is because of me responding, not listening to this 24-hour rule which I had heard before but chose to ignore in the heat of the moment and I sent an angry message to somebody and it, it just ended up causing over a year of turmoil and me mostly with myself not being able to forgive myself and being so upset that I could have said something so hurtful and you know harsh in the moment and just led to a whole other bad cycle of negativity and drama that I wish had never transpired but had none of that all happened I wouldn't have learned some other things that some other lessons that came out of that and you know, I do think everything happens for a reason. It's either a blessing and you're going to get something better or it's a lesson. And in this case, it was a little bit of both. So I ended up, you know, learning first this lesson of not to respond when you're still very emotional or very upset. And also this lesson of why, looking at why is something upsetting you so much? Why is something triggering you so much when it's seemingly small or insignificant? And I was reading this book by Gabby Bernstein called the judgment detox and she talked about how things or people can trigger us if there is a crack there if there is a wound in us that we have never healed from the past no matter how insignificant we might have thought it was that is going to keep triggering us and things are going to keep coming up that upset us 
and poking at us going, heal this, heal this, there's something to heal here. And until we do that, we are always going to be triggered by certain people that make us, put us right back into that, you know, that place where we were in third grade when all the other girls were mean to us or put us right into that place of being that scared person that, um, I don't know, or that person who got yelled at or told by their teacher that they were stupid or um, whatever. It could be it could be anything, but if you haven't dealt with it and healed from it, then any little thing that happens to you is going to trigger you always until you heal that. So that's another little bonus lesson in there is heal anything from the past, even if you think it's small and insignificant. Forgiveness is so important. I've been learning that so much this year. And otherwise, yeah, you will be triggered and <laughs> forced to deal with it at some point or another. Number two, if people make you anxious or uncomfortable or feeling bad or feeling negative, you do not have to keep them around or be in their life or have them be in your life. And you might be saying, well, I cannot just cut this person off. They're in my family or they're in my circle of friends. Well, actually, you kind of can. You can tell them, you can set boundaries and you can tell them, look, spending time with you is not making me feel good. It's bringing me down. It's making me feel bad about myself. I'm uncomfortable around it. And sometimes you don't even have to formally, if it's just a friend or a casual friend, you don't have to formally break up with them or have this big talk, but you can just choose to simply spend less time with them and be around them less and purposely surround yourself with the people that do make you feel good and do lift you up and do make you feel high vibe. If you're constantly feeling anxious or uncomfortable or inauthentic around somebody, it probably just means you're just not vibing with them right now and that's okay and just be okay with stepping back a little bit from that and set clear boundaries and know that it's okay to do so. In fact, it's crucial that you do so. Number three, when you are yourself, your genuine, authentic self, you are going to attract the perfect people, the perfect clients and customers and friends, maybe even lovers, soulmates into your life. When you are yourself, you're going to attract the perfect people. So just lean into yourself, be yourself everywhere, authentically, fully, live it out. Number four, when you have a whisper or a deep desire inside of you, do not ignore it. Do not ignore it when you have a whisper or a desire that's deep inside of you, even if it's buried down there. Do not ignore it. You have a desire on your heart for a reason. It's probably what you're meant to be doing, how you should be living your life, because that's what we're here to do. We're here to be ourselves and live out the desires in our hearts and love one another and that's it those are my true beliefs so don't ignore it you'll be so glad you followed that little voice even if you feel scared even if it's terrifying listen to that whisper it's your higher self it's god it's you know your angels it knows what you want and what you deserve number five Deal, oh, okay, so this is the one I just talked about. Deal with your issues from the past. I guess I did list it as a separate lesson. Deal with your issues from the past, no matter how insignificant they might seem. Forgiveness is huge in propelling you forward to creating a beautiful life. Yes, forgiveness is everything. And just know that forgiveness is not about condoning the other person's behavior 
um, or even condoning your own behavior if you've done something you're not proud of, but it is about self-love and it's about loving yourself enough to let yourself have peace and realizing that everybody is human. Everybody makes mistakes. If you've made a mistake, then congrats. You're human, right? You're not a bot. It's fine. And everybody is just doing the best they have, the best they can with the resources that they have. Which leads me to lesson number six. Stop being so hard on yourself, girl. You are a human. Forgive yourself. If you'd have known better, you'd have done better, as Maya Angelou used to always say so wisely and so beautifully. Just forgive yourself. You were doing the best you could with what the resources you had in the moment, the feelings, emotions um, that you had in that moment. And if you would have known better then, you wouldn't have made the mistake. But of course, that's how we learn. That's how we grow and evolve as humans. Forgive yourself. It's already forgiven by heaven. The more I read about people, I've been really fascinated lately with people who have had near-death experiences, and the more I read about their experiences, they all seem to seem to say the same thing, which is that, you know, once you get to the other realm, it's already all forgiven, and we are all looked at as gods, as the way we look at little babies and little children, especially when they're ours, right? If you have a child, you know that feeling of absolute unconditional love. They are perfect in your eyes. Even if they make a mistake or they frustrate you or they cry and scream at you all day, you cannot turn your back on them ever. They are your children and they are perfect and you love them. And that's how God sees all of us. And that's how we should try to see each other and see ourselves. Because really, at the end of the day, we are all one. We are all connected. We are all God in human form. This is what all of these people who have had near-death experiences are saying, and I believe it with every fiber of my being that we are all one, we are all divine, we are all God in human form, and we are all perfect little children of God. So, you know, stop being so hard on yourself, forgive yourself. Number seven, are you waiting to be ready to chase your dream, to start your business, to start that podcast? to ask somebody out, to give your first speech, to join a new club, to try a new sport. Just start. That is lesson number seven. My kind of theme of this year actually as well is just start. Do it imperfectly. Do it messy. Do it scared. Just start because four or five years from now, you're going to be glad that you started today. Number eight, embrace failure. Everybody fails. Nobody gets around it. The most successful people, if you look at every single success story ever, you know, people in, you know, who have invented amazing things, people in Hollywood, people in um, the medical field, anyone who we consider successful has had failure after failure after failure after failure and they weren't afraid to do so and they weren't afraid to do so publicly and that is a huge fear for people I know is that what if I try and I fail and everybody sees me or what if I say that I want this thing and then I just set myself up for disappointment because I fail and I don't get it and as Rachel Hollis reminds us and I've posted this quote on my Instagram because <laughs> she's just so funny the way she says it so bluntly she's like do y'all realize you can literally just try again if you fail? <laughs> and it just kind of made me laugh because it's like, oh, right. I guess that's true. Thank you, Rachel. 
So yeah, embrace failure because it's part of the journey. It's how you grow. Success is a terrible teacher, as um, Catherine Sankina and James Wedmore always say. Success is a terrible teacher because if you do something and you succeed on the first try, you're like, awesome, cool. Now what else can I do? But you don't go, awesome, okay, this is what I learned. And this is all the insight and knowledge I now have. But when you fail, you can look at it and go, hmm, okay, well, I really learned that this is what doesn't work and this is what doesn't work and this is what I need to do differently and maybe I'll try this next time. And you learn so much more and that is how we grow and evolve just with like with the mistakes, right? Failures are, you know, just another form of mistakes, but they're not really mistakes. They're just lessons. So failures equals lessons. Write that down. Failures are lessons. We need to start reframing that and embracing that. Number nine, just ask. You never know, you know, if you don't, what's the saying? If you don't ask, the answer is always no. This year I have pitched my podcast to my dream podcast guests, just thinking, well, what the heck? I'm just going to ask them if they would come on and we'll see what happens You know, you never know if you don't try. And I actually got a couple of yeses that I'm really excited about. My top dream podcast guest is actually joining us next week. So stay tuned for that. And, you know, you can ask to be on other people's podcasts. You can ask to, you know, ask for a sale. Don't be afraid to ask for a sale if you're in business. You can ask for someone to help you with something. You can ask for that first date with somebody. You know, I know the fear of rejection is so strong. Trust me, you guys, I know the fear of rejection. I'm not immune to it. None of us are. But just remember, if you don't ask, you already have a 100% guaranteed no. So just get comfortable asking and being okay with no. In fact, celebrate it if you get a no. If you ask a bunch of people, you know, for a sale or to come to something, to come to an event, to do something for you, Celebrate even when you get the no's because you're that much closer to a yes. Number 10, you are your biggest and most important investment, especially investing in your mind is so, so powerful, such a wise investment. I truly believe you can't invest in any better place than your mind, your knowledge. Invest in personal development books. Invest in mindset courses and programs. Invest your time in reading and writing and journaling. Invest in you and invest in your mind. It's your most powerful tool. But when we come to this earth, like I say in my intro to this podcast, we are not given a user manual for it. So the best place that you can invest your time and your money is in learning how to really, really utilize your brain for its maximum potential because it can do so much. Even our subconscious thoughts can do so much for us, but we have to learn to work with them and program them. We have to rewire our thoughts because our thoughts actually create our reality. So isn't that everything right there? That's it right there. Your thoughts, your emotions, your beliefs, those literally shape your reality. And you can be in control of that. And if you invest wisely in yourself and in your mind and in your knowledge, you are always going to see better results than those who are not investing in that area. Number 11, community is everything. Put yourself in the way of people who make you better. 
and don't be afraid to surround yourself with the people you want to be like. Just kind of immerse yourself into their world, even if it's just through connecting with them online or sending them a DM online. I know we are all craving this in-person connection and that's really important too, but if you only have access to high vibe, positive, successful people, I mean, hopefully you have access to people like that in real life, but even if you feel sometimes like you're surrounded by so much negativity, pop in your headphones and listen to a positive podcast as often as possible. Create an online, you know, mastermind with a few friends who are also into mindset mastery and positive vibes, or they're also entrepreneurs or um, whatever, but just surround yourself with people you most want to be like, and make sure you have a solid community of people who do support you and who you also support in exchange. It's got to be a two-way street. Number 12, be open to change. I just posted about this today on my Instagram, kind of like half-heartedly joking about the sudden change in weather here in Toronto, but it went from like nice, beautiful fall pumpkin spice latte to almost Christmas time. We got 15 centimeters of snow, which I know is nothing compared to other parts in Canada, but we were shocked and it just reminded me that we have to be okay with change and we have to be able to go with the flow. And change is actually always a good thing. We just don't often see it in the moment because we get so stuck in our comfort zones. But almost every time I've been forced to go through a change and I didn't want to go through the change, it always turned out to be something for my highest good. So be open to change. 13. Know that when you lose something, there's always something better for you on its way to take its place. This is what we call the law of vacuum. And I teach this to my students where it's that if something is taken from your life, whether it be a friend, whether you remove some physical clutter from your life, or, um, you know, maybe your car breaks down, whatever. When something is taken away, there is always going to be something better that is going to come in its place, something for your highest good. And that is just the law of the vacuum. It's one of the 12 spiritual laws that govern this universe. And so just know that if you've lost something, um, there is a blessing coming out of that, or there's something better on its way to you. Number 14, life is dang short. This was a toughie this year that I had to learn, uh, you know, with the loss of my cousin, Larry. And, you know, he was only, I think, 35 years old or so, and more grief all around me. Our neighbors lost they're one of their family members and I've just seemed to be surrounded by so much loss in this season of my life right now and it's just really here I think to remind me well I don't know if it's here for that reason but it's definitely reminding me that life is really really dang short I'm even discovering all these stories of people who've been through tragedy and awful loss and losing loved ones way too soon and even losing children And it's just this reminder that, oh my gosh, we do not have, we are not invincible and we do not have all this time that we think we have. And I know that's such a cliche lesson is like, life is short, you know, live each day to the fullest, live in the present, each day is a gift. But those things are cliches because they're true. And so it does, it's okay to repeat things if they're true. And I just realized, yeah, we have to, I have to make the most of every single day, even if it's like a work day, even if I'm doing something mundane, even if I'm doing something I don't want to be doing, 
I'm practicing enjoying every moment, being more present in every moment. And I've also been texting and talking to people and just letting them know how much I care about them and value them because you never know if you're going to get that chance to to make sure they know that. Number 15, it's okay to change your mind and it's actually perfectly normal. This year, you guys know I have a whole episode on this. I had a meltdown in the spring, completely lost my SHIT because I changed my mind in what I wanted to do in my business. Now I'm realizing there's so many entrepreneurs, you guys, who have had like seven, eight, nine, ten different businesses, and they have no problems with it, at least not that I'm aware of. And I had this huge meltdown over the fact that I was changing from one business to a new one. It is okay to change your mind, and it is perfectly normal. We grow, we evolve, our interests change, our passions change, they become more clear, we get more clarity on them, we get the growth and learnings we need to move on to different things, and that's what keeps the world going around. So again, be open to change, and changing your mind is perfectly okay, perfectly normal. Number 16, practice gratitude and visualizing and intention setting daily. When I started, I mean, I've been doing personal development stuff, mindset stuff for almost five years now, like seriously studying it and reading all the books and doing the journals and stuff. But since I started committing to actually doing it regularly and wiring my thoughts so that they're filled with gratitude and intention more often than they are not, Things have changed so rapidly. Things have manifested so quickly. You know, I've been listening to my own gratitude and visualization meditations and doing just a lot more, getting in tune with my higher self, listening to my guides. And it's just game changer, you guys. When you do all of this on a daily basis and you commit to just making it part of your part of your life, part of who you are, not even just a routine. It's just part of who you are constantly in your thoughts. Uh, It is a game changer. Number 17, very similar. Be the energy that you want to attract and be on the vibration of what you want to receive or who you want to be basically, which is very similar to number 18. Give what you want to get. So let's say you want more help. Go out and help someone if you're feeling helpless. Let's say you want to give more money, give your money away. Go and give to charity, buy somebody else's lunch, buy somebody a coffee, even when you're feeling scarce, even when you're feeling lack. As Gabrielle Bernstein says, the quickest way to move out of lack is to give. And it's just so true. The more I live that, the more I know it's true. You cannot outgive God. The more you give away what you want to receive, the more you do in return receive it. And that's also the law of karma, right? Or the law of cause and effect. Number 19, when you feel angry, ask yourself what sadness is underneath this. What is underneath this anger? Because anger is an emotion that we use to cover up sadness. And I teach, I'm teaching this inside of my course, Step Up Your Game, um, how there are all these layers of emotions. And in NLP, we have techniques to remove them one layer at a time. So we remove anger. And then underneath anger is sadness. Underneath sadness is fear. Underneath fear is sometimes guilt or hurt, and it goes on and on. So at the top is always angry. We tend to use anger to stuff down other emotions. So if you're feeling angry, ask yourself, what sadness is underneath this and what is going on here? Number 20, thank the people in your life who matter to you or for any little thing. 
anyone who impacts you or helps you in any way, make sure you express your appreciation and just learn to appreciate the little things, the little tiny moments of, you know, your kids looking up and smiling at you and you guys being goofy together or, um, you know, having a good laugh with your best friend or driving in your car with the windows down on a nice sunny day, enjoying the breeze in the trees, you know, the, the ruffling of the leaves. All of these are little glimpses of heaven and just learn to appreciate the little things. 21. If you want somebody else to change, lead by example. The fastest, the best way to change someone, the only way I believe to change someone is to just lead by example. Number 22, own your story and be brave. Vulnerability, guys, is going to open up this flood of love towards you, even from complete strangers. When you choose to be vulnerable, that's actually the biggest form of courage, as Brene Brown teaches. And if you want to learn more about that, just Google or YouTube, anything by Brene Brown. She talks all about vulnerability, and it's so true. It's the biggest form of courage. Number 23, always be open to accepting feedback when people ask, but know that you can choose whether or not to take it in. Like, let's say you're getting some criticism for something, or somebody asks you, do you want my feedback? Do you want my honest opinion? You can choose to say yes and be open to accepting it, but know that you can also choose whether or not you want to take that in and take that with you. And that's something I've also learned from Brene Brown. 24, oh my gosh, I'm so old. 24, it's hard to get through these. Your adversities and challenges are here to strengthen and and serve you and the world. And I gave a whole speech on this. You can find it up on YouTube. Just search uh, Mo Mondays. So M-O Mondays Guelph, Emily or Emily Brandt. And my whole speech is basically around how I learned that my challenges and adversities, which I wasn't sure you know, what the, why I had to go through all of the things I went through, the physical challenges and differences and deformities and things I was born into. And I realize now my challenges are here to serve me and strengthen me and to be used to serve the world. So your, your adversity is actually your biggest gift. It just might be wrapped up in a very unattractive, ugly paper, but it is a gift. Number 25, you are enough you always were enough and you will always be enough as you are without achieving anything, saying the right thing, dressing the right way, you know, being the perfect person. Because you are here means you are worthy, my loves. Number 26. We collect evidence. Our human mind is an evidence collector and we collect evidence for our decisions and our beliefs that we choose to have. So let's say if you made a decision or a belief that your father doesn't like you or your father doesn't approve of you, you are going to spend your life, your mind is a evidence collector and you're going to spend your life going, reacting to every single thing from this attitude of trying to prove that you are your beliefs are right. So you're going to go, yep, see? See the way he just looked at me? I knew it. He's disgusted by me. He doesn't like me. Or if he disagrees with one little thing you say, you're going to go, yep, see, you're always on that, you know, so-and-so's side. I knew it. You don't like me. You're out to get me. Or vice versa. If you look for proof of how much your father loves you, you're going to find it. Your mind is an evidence collector. Number 27. Someone is waiting for you to go first. I also just posted about this on my Instagram, but... 
there is someone out there who's waiting for you to do what you're so scared to do because you don't want to mess up or you don't want to do it imperfectly. Somebody is literally waiting to watch you do it imperfectly so they can become inspired to do the same. I am sure that there are people listening to this who have been thinking, oh, I would love to start my own podcast, but I just don't have the guts or I don't know how Emily could do it. I could never do it. But I'm sure as you listen to this, and if you've listened to my other episodes, you know that I'm not doing it perfectly, and nobody really ever does. Sure, there might be, you know, people who sound amazing because they're on their 250th episode, right? So they've had lots of practice, and they've honed their skills over the years. If I go back and listen to my first episode versus this is only episode 26, and I'm sure I'm still going to see a huge difference, but I was willing to do it, you know, shaky and scared and nervous, awkward voice, awkward everything, because I know there's some of you out there who are waiting for me to go first and to watch me do it messy and to watch me do it scared so that you can have, you know, be given permission sort of or inspiration for you to do the same. So just know somebody is also waiting for you to go first. Number 28, my final lesson for the, hopefully not the final year of my life, but the 28th year of my life is however awful or terrible or tragic you think that your circumstances are, and they could be awful, you guys. I'm talking about grief. I'm talking about loss of a loved one. I'm talking about terrible physical situations, diagnoses health scares, um, emotional distress, however awful you think your circumstances are, I promise there's always someone out there who has it worse. There's always someone who has it worse. And as soon as you get out of your own pity and wallowing in your grief and your sadness, which is okay and it is important to honor the grief stage and to do that, But then move on to compassion. The fastest way to get out of heartbreak is to move into service or to compassion for others. Take a look at what somebody else is also going through and how much they need you. And then switch into that role of service and love and helping someone else and praying for someone else and serving someone else. And that is going to be the fastest way to shift you into feeling good again. So lean into compassion and service. So those are my 28 lessons that I have learned. Certainly I've had even more than that. And like I said, tons of growing pains this year. But I thought those ones were were kind of the most profound ones and interesting and compelling and, of course, deep and meaningful. Um, Typical Emily style, you guys know. I I, uh, don't do small talk very well. I love deep, meaningful conversations. Hopefully you found this meaningful and insightful. Let me know what your biggest takeaways were and what your favorite rules were, what struck, you know, struck you the most. And I would love for you to hit me up on Instagram and let me know, like take a screenshot of yourself listening to this episode, share it on your Instagram stories and tag me or send me a message or something so I know who's listening. This is the fuel that keeps me going and helps me create for you guys. I don't ask for um, you know, any payment to keep doing these podcast episodes. I don't even have podcast sponsors right now, but the fuel that fuels my tank to keep me going, that keeps any creative going is your feedback and your comments. And so 
I would really, really appreciate that and love to hear from you. And I know how it, it can feel sometimes like, oh, my message is not going to make a big difference or, you know, me sharing this is whatever. They're not going to notice anyway. I promise you, even the most successful of us, like even the huge people with big, like tons and tons of millions of followers, every message matters. And it does make a difference for us who are creating content and wanting feedback on it because that really is our fuel. So I would love to hear from you and also have the chance to personally thank you for listening. Um, But I'll thank you right now as well. Thank you for listening. And remember to come back next week for our epic guest. So we'll talk to you then, my friends. Bye. Thank you so much again for listening. I would love, love, love if you could take a screenshot of this episode and share it on your social media, specifically your Instagram stories, and just tag me at essentially EMM. Let me know what you thought of the episode. If you loved it, share it with your friends, or even better, leave a review on iTunes or Apple Podcasts, or at least a rating. It only takes one second to click and leave a rating. And this helps our podcast get like podcast street cred. And this is what helps me to keep getting epic guests to bring to you guys. So help us get some street cred and spread the word. Make our show more searchable so that more women like you who are ambitious and driven and want to know all things mindset and manifestation can find us and join our community. Love you guys so much. Thanks again.